There's got to be an explanation to all these UFO sightings, right? Hey, it's Stephen Diener, host of the Unidentified Alien Podcast. And whether you're new to the conversation or have been looking into it for years, you need to check out the fastest growing alien show out there, the Unidentified Alien Podcast, or UAP for short. There's a crazy amount of alien encounter stories out there from all over the world. And the beauty of it is that I bring them all to you and let you decide what you believe. Download and subscribe to UAP on any of the major podcasting platforms. And you can also find it on UAPpodcast.com. Just, just start just start recording because this might be the best material of the entire podcast. Honestly, like, there was something that was said today uh, during your show. Uh, one, it was odd to me, Iggy seemed to criticize Mike Francesa for only making SAG. Oh, I guarantee he only got paid the SAG rate. And it hit me, and I'm like, who is this little munchkin who, you know, has done absolutely nothing in his life of any great substance to criticize what Mike Francesa got paid on a movie in which he had a bit part. And then it... Two so units mic like, is not on, you know, uh, Gangster Pete. You know what it is? Is It's somebody who's got nothing to be happy about, and all they want to do is rip people who have been successful. And who did that? And, that uh, Iggy was... It, he, I, he, was he just made an observation that Mike Francesa made SAG great for his cameo in Adam Sandler's new film. What's SAG great? Do you, and Mike, Screen Actors Guild. Like, oh. Yeah, and, it's kind of, and it's a cameo. It's not like Mike Francesa played a big role in the movie, but like, at what point in your life does it get to, I'm going to, I'm going to speculate on what Mike Francesa got paid for a cameo role in an Adam Sandler film. This is going like, to be a great show. Money probably was not ever <laughs> a part of the negotiation that. for Francesa. It's kind of like, yeah, I'll be in the movie. That sounds like it would be fun. You should have called that into the show this morning. He, he texts me, and that's how oh. he communicates with the show. He does not want to call in. <laughs> see what else you were well, complaining about. I this. love Mike Brands. Those, those well, things that you guys you love do. Those clips? Oh, it's so. I, I mean, that, that's laugh out loud. I can't loud tell if it's performance time. art or if he's being serious. I really can't. I think he's being serious. Oh, too. And he yeah. knows. <laughs> and he knows it's art too. <laughs> you know, <laughs> they keep giving him millions and millions of dollars. God, I just can't get enough of him. And then, Joe, what else were you unhappy with today with the, uh, let's see, uh, imagine trying to learn your craft, I see you wrote in. I think that was within reference yeah, to well, Pete's mic. It's not like he was, I, I laughed. Uh, there was a couple of points from that. So, like, I bought in the morning with something that Nan and I did and enjoyed it. And it was really, it came from 2011 during the postseason. You had asked if Kevin and I and Nate Grimm oh, would yeah. do, six to seven, do six to seven during the postseason because, hey, look, there might be some people who would really like to continue to break down the game. And Nate Grimm was really good at that baseball stuff. And so Nan and I and Nate did that during the postseason. And Nan and I had fun doing it, so we just started doing the 6-7. to seven. Uh, And it was fun. Like, I enjoyed doing that show with Nan. It was 98% sports talk, which is great for a one-hour show. Three hours would be miserable. But for one hour from 6-7, to seven, it was a lot of fun to do. After the non left, Iggy came in. Now, mind you, while while Non and I were doing the show together, Non was running the board and I was in the studio. Uh, I think Iggy, Iggy said something like, I don't know how to run the board, which was like laughable to me because, you know, when you've done something for 10 years, you'd figure somebody would know how to do it. And surprisingly enough, yes, I did. I ran the board quite a bit. Either Stedman was on vacation or Stedman would oversleep, whatever it was. I was more than capable of running the board and doing my job still. So he wanted to take a shot there. And it, it just, it, it hit like he and 
and probably needs to be careful, I guess. Uh-oh, it sounds like a threat. No, it's not a threat. No, 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 no. If you let me finish, is that the longer you trap yourself in radio world, I think the less likely you are to actually show any form of uh, desire to better yourself. And Clip that off. It is. It's true. Like, Iggy's been doing this forever, and God. it's just kind of like a, it's a blatant like disregard to try and fix any problems. Oh, that's not my job. I don't care if he gets to talk or not. Like, in no other job in a world could you have that attitude about the product that you're doing. And for him, it's natural. Like, I don't care. It doesn't affect me. Don't care. Like, hey, we're all on the show. Uh, and it's just it's a bad thing. So, yes, when I was leaving the show back, I think I told you on March 1st of 2013, I believe that was a Friday, uh, and I was getting ready to go back to Atlanta for the weekend. And I kind of laid out to you why, and I was just, you know, like, Iggy had begun to frustrate me working with him at that point, and that's well before fantasy baseball. To the point that I there was a spreadsheet. spreadsheet. <laughs> I, I I had a spreadsheet that was like, what did Iggy do? And on the spreadsheet, you look at it and you're like, yep, pretty much nothing. So then he's going to say, I ran the board, and and, and I'm dead serious. Like, if he didn't run the board for Ibon in the morning, you would be hard pressed as an outside observer to walk in and say, what does this guy do here? And and I just. So, yeah, my, my disdain for him goes beyond the fantasy baseball. The fantasy baseball thing was just like the tipping point for me of saying, you were done to me. Like, I don't, I don't get it, your mindset in life. And that's it. G-Unit, that hopefully explains to you the source of the anger. Yeah, that, that is something. It's been And he fears that the Plowhawk is following in Iggy's footsteps. Do you see this with Gangster Pete, though? No, he's too smart to be doing what he's doing. And I think, unfortunately <laughs> for you, Tim... You're going, and, and on top of that, I think Gangster Pete is more than just the radio show, which is a great thing for him. He's diversified his his his, his uses to you. Those two guys, they're three hours in the morning, and then I guess they'll go film something that is audibly wrong, and then laugh about that too. <laughs> uh, you just criticized their Normandy golf video. But like Pete is is like contributing something of well, value. Well, Pete, Pete is generating edit. revenue with the uh, merchandise, yeah. and that was Pete's idea. Even when I said it's not going to work, so that's that's multiple points for Pete. Thanks, guys. You're very sweet. You know, like Pete has value and and like return on investment. Uh, you know, I, I, maybe you have sponsors who are only on the show because hey, Pete and or not Pete, but Iggy and, and Plowboy bring them value maybe i don't know it's well beyond you know my involvement with anything whatsoever but i think think pete is smart and i think we'll eventually become too smart to continue being involved (laughs) (laughs) we might already be there uh all right producer joe has given an assessment of the producing staff now of the ryan kelly morning after and that allows us to go into pick six from the homeloanexpert.com studios uh taking a look at it it's just it's just languishing at this point unfortunately uh g unit uh now you're three two and one so i guess you feel like you had a great week but uh weatherman went two three and one producer joe went two and four and according to what I have, you went three, two, and one. It seems like you're beside yourself by me saying we're languishing. What? Are you talking to me? <laughs> I mean, I, I, I'm sorry. I was just, 
I didn't know we were recording any of that last <laughs> session there. Oh, yeah, all that'll be played. Wow, yeah. how about that? Yeah, that's wonderful. <laughs> what did you do there? Why did you tune out? I just out thought and... we were talking. I, I, yeah. I, mean, no, I'm just, I just go right into it, baby. I mean, we're going to go right into it. Geez, Joe really got after it. Yeah. Well, it's, I, 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 honestly, since all of us are just fumble-fucking around with our picks, this is the stuff that people are now listening for. <laughs> oh it's essentially Joe bitching about fantasy baseball, Plowboy, and Iggy. And, and, and the I don't radio know. Well, if, we're say, if you're going to say fantasy baseball, in all honesty, I don't have anything at this point to bitch about there. It went uh, smooth. Well, you had me and Charlie in the finals, and so you know that's going to be a low-maintenance matchup. Yeah, it's great. It's fantastic. The only the only lower the only lower would have been if it was you and I for back to back years. Like zero maintenance on that, and, and in all honesty, there was zero maintenance on this except for you sent me a text. Yeah, what and, happens if we tie? And I guess I would have won because I had the better regular season record. I don't know why yeah. Yahoo doesn't make that easier to find. That's a weird thing. You know what? It does bring it up. Like we've been with Yahoo forever. Oh, you're making a switch. Uh, you're making the announcement. Well, no, 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 no. I don't want to. And I'm not going to name the person who texted me. Kaber. Um, definitely. No, 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 no. He doesn't have my phone number, so he definitely wasn't. You know, him. I know um, this Kaberg. He is. He a counselor? I, I know him through a random fantasy league that I was in like 10 was years ago. Was he a problem ago. in that? He is that was, the one we both played yeah, in? We yeah, we both played Joe, in. Producer Joe Sideways with Kaberg. He is, uh, he is a fantasy guru, I'll tell you that. Uh, he knows his shit. The league we played in was too complicated to stay Way in. too I mean, you're talking multiple contracts, five-year contracts, four-year contracts. I mean, it's just, just too, you'd have to quit your job to do it. Maybe Ooh. that's what Kaberg does for a living. <laughs> I, I don't know, but no, it wasn't him. But somebody in our league, because apparently Yahoo, and, and this tells you how much I pay attention to it, and I only noticed it really because this person texted me, but we had made a rule from last year, and this year it was it was seamless, that once the playoffs start, if you are not in the paying portion of the playoffs, I lock your team. You can't pick up any players. Correct. Now, the trade deadline, the trade deadline is past that. And you, you, I, I did it uh, the, the first week of the playoffs. I did it on the Sunday night after the last game had already started or whatever, um, just because I wanted to get a head start. I didn't want somebody at 2 o'clock in the morning, and then I have to go and remove the player and do all kind of stuff. So I locked it, and I, I clicked. There's three boxes, and I, 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 clicked, uh, or I clicked two boxes. I clicked three boxes. You're only supposed to click two. And... What it was, uh, one of the players, he wanted to be able to at least play as guys, not be able to pick up players, but take guys from the bench to pick up extra bats if needed, that sort of thing, because he wanted his, his Yahoo fantasy score to continue to, to go up even though he wasn't playing for the money. Oh, this is Doug. Is no this has got to be Doug Gangster, Pete. No, Could it be. was not Doug. Wow. I, 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 no, huh. and it doesn't matter who it was. It was like it was. It took it me an extra does. minute to go back and reverse, you know, the changes on that portion of it. It's Vaughn. It's it's Vaughn. It was so long. It's, Justin Clubber. It, no, it's, it's it, Jesus, we're just, you're going to run through everybody. I'm just going to keep saying no because I'm not going to out. Did I write an email? I think it was Casey. Uh, Maybe it was an Iggy no, from six years Iggy. ago with Tanaka. It was Iggy. <laughs> but. Uh, but we've been with Yahoo for so long, Tim, that now he's no longer talking to Pete and G hit it. Happens fast. So that people take pride in what their scores are. Uh, and so like moving away from Yahoo would not be desirable in that sense. Yeah. But and and I'm a, I've used the ESPN stuff and I think it sucks. Like Yahoo's not perfect. Um, but 
I just feel functionality-wise, it's probably on the app at least as good or better than everybody else. So I don't want to move away from it. But I agree with you on the tiebreaker stuff that uh, – Yeah, you can't find it. It, re- it. it really is odd. It, I mean, it should be so simple. It is. It should be. And on top of that, uh, I don't think there's a whole lot of options as the commissioner that I can make. And I would love to – if somebody knew and wanted to let me – uh, don't tell me we lost Chicago producer Joe. There you're back. We we lost you there for a minute, producer yeah. Joe. <laughs> that, that, I, I don't know what <laughs> the audience would have been devastated <laughs> with that. Gee, Unit just fired a shot. Oh my god! Yeah, this is riveting <laughs> podcast material we're going over. Oh my I don't know goodness! How much toggle in terms of of what the toggle. playoffs or what the tiebreakers happen to be. <laughs> uh, my mic on? <laughs> Welcome to Pick Six, oh. where we pick games. <laughs> Uh, the yeah, Southside Seamen have finished in second place in the league, uh, G-Unit, as you can see, four of the last five years. We get to the championship game, and we lose in the championship game four of the last five years. That is a hell wow. of a mark. That's, you are the Buffalo Bills of fans. It's today. unbelievable how it happens. Uh, all right, let's pick the games. So, so who gets to go first here? Uh, G-Unit with 3-2-1. Three, three, he is 9-14-1 on the year and minus $220. Producer Joe went 2-4 and four last week. He is minus $420 on the year, and uh, the weatherman went 2-3-1 and one last week. I thought he went 3-3, three and three, but uh, he said he went 2-3-1, and one, and Gangster Pete has him at 2-3-1, and one, so I was wrong on that. Push the Texas game. Uh, and uh, the weatherman, if you're betting $100 per one of his picks, he is at you at minus $780. Uh, so the winner from last week is G-Unit. G-Unit, you have the floor for your five games before we all go to our locks. Ryan Kelly's the home loan expert, and he is the sponsor of our studios here on the Tim McKernan Show. Without him, we don't have a podcast, so make sure you're supporting our sponsor, Ryan Kelly, the homeloanexpert.com. And with interest rates dropping and this being home buying season, this is a prime time to get in and get yourself a great rate and lock in. Or if you want to refinance, now's the time to do so. Ryan Kelly's the person to do it with. He is online at thehomeloanexpert.com. Ryan Kelly, the studio sponsor of this program. Ryan Kelly, thehomeloanexpert.com. Thank you, Tim. Quick recap over the games last week. I really should have been uh, four. Oh, no, not and this. Oh, uh, one of these MMA fighters, a gentleman <laughs> named Stevens. Correa! Well, Correa covered. I mean, it, yes. my MMA guy is, is, I mean, still undefeated. Just unbelievable. Shout I mean, out, RK. Yeah, and, and he's hitting these dogs, significant dogs. Um, but the Stevens character apparently got his eye poked uh, just a few seconds into the fight. And uh, that it calls it a canceled fight, apparently. So that was a... a, a Bad beat. Well, it was a wash. Uh, although I think Stevens was on his way to win. Disappointing. That and this is Hope Solo's... Husband. Yes. That's right. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. So, so uh, I, I think they don't even spell the, the Stevens the same way. But still, uh, oh well, then the it can't be him. I mean, there's no way that it's him like, if the name's not spelled the same way. Uh, <laughs> was it uh, like a 15 second fight? I did. I did bet the Correa portion. Didn't watch it, I, but I, I did win with Correa, so I do appreciate that. But I think the Stevens fight was like 15 seconds long, right? Right. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. I didn't watch either, but. Um, but I heard about the Stevens. The KU bet, plus four and a half, got a little uh, pushback on that. And that, uh, that did not cover by half a point. On, so it doesn't count. On this, it did not cover by half a point. Just in, be ashamed of yourself. In real life, I pushed that bet. I think it was four and a half. Are you okay, no, Joe? <laughs> Joe, are you alive? I finally murdered Iggy. Jeez. Uh, so I, it, 
I think that four and a half line was probably for about 20 minutes all week. And it was while we were, we were doing this podcast recording because it was five before and it was five after. And that's what I got it, it in real life. So that technically is a push, but you know, whatever. And then those- Joe, are you going to give him a push on that? I will give him anything he wants, but no, I think if we, we go with the lines. We go with the lines that we're playing on, on, on when we're recording this, not what they end up being, but whatever. that's right. The, the KU bet just wasn't as bad as it, it, as it seemed, or at least as Pete made it seem mm, at the time. Turning on Pete now. And, and those two big dogs, obviously we got one of them that picked six for the jets, but then the other one, the dolphins went the other way when, with a fourth quarter uh, touchdown. Uh, from the Cowboys, so I, that was a good chance to go on 0-2 or 2-0, um, but good week overall. This week, one college and five NFL. I will say, wow, five NFL. My MMA professional picker uh, does not have a pick this week, and uh, even though there are a lot of fights, and and I think that that uh, says a lot about his quality of picks. He 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 knows he's on a heater, and he and he doesn't want to uh, give miss. Misinformation to the audience. I respect that. Uh, last week, though, when the lines first came out, there is a fighter called Mahmoud. Uh, no, I scribbled this. Marmadov, maybe? Whatever. Uh, uh, is it Mahmoud Abdul Rauf? Oh, yeah. Formerly Chris Jackson. Chris Jackson. Yeah. yeah. It, no, it is not him. But but uh, this character opened up at, at plus 170, and, and my, my guy texted me and says, if you can lock it in, lock it in now because the line's moving. And I'll be damned. It's now minus 150. And so he doesn't think that there's any value there anymore. So it's not one of my picks. But that just shows how good this dude is. I mean, you call a line that moves from plus 170 to minus 150 in just a, a matter of a couple of days. Anyways, enough about that. Philadelphia plus four tonight at the Packers. That's my number one pick. Okay. The Eagles. I think it's a must win. I think, uh, I think they still may lose, but I think it's going to be a really close game. Packers, I don't really know uh, who they are yet. I do not think they're as good as the 3-0 record would make it seem. Philadelphia plus four. Titans plus four at Atlanta. Uh, Very similar circumstance. Tennessee just plays close competitive games, so I'll take the points. Not impressed with Atlanta, and I've actually seen them quite a bit. Uh, Number three, New Orleans Saints at home versus the Dallas Cowboys Sunday night. Pete, tell me that moved to plus three. That moved to two and a half. Mm. I don't like that two and a half, but I'm going to keep the pick. Um, I like the Saints to win this game outright and Dallas to go to three and one. A lot, a lot of talk on Dallas. I'm just not on board. Um, Number four. Is that right? Yes. Cincinnati Bengals plus three and a half. At Pittsburgh Steelers, a couple of and three teams. You know these guys have actually had very similar uh, schedules. Cincinnati's lost some some close games, twenty one to twenty at Seattle, twenty one to seventeen at the Bills, who I I think are legitimate, and uh, Pittsburgh twenty eight to twenty six loss uh, versus Seattle. Uh, they lost at San Francisco, and then obviously they got they got drubbed by the Patriots. I just think that Cincinnati's probably going to win this game outright. I, I think they're a better team than Pittsburgh right now. Quarterback situation uh, certainly uh, looks better, and uh, three and a half points is is too much. Pittsburgh may be throwing in the towel after this game. Number five, carrying on what I just said, the Buffalo Bills at home getting seven and a half points versus the New England Patriots. 
80% of the public is on New England. Wow. Both these teams, obviously, 3-0. and I think these bills are legitimate, uh, and they're at home. Their defense, wow, does it look good. I think, I think we're going to expect to see some interceptions, multiple interceptions from Tom the Great. And New England still may inch this game out, but certainly not by eight points. So Buffalo at home. I will say on my board before was the Chiefs, which I loved. And then I saw them. You moved off it. Six I'm, and a half was the number, baby. Yeah. I mean, they look so good. But uh, 80 per- 86% of the public is on the Chiefs. Wow. The most bet That's, public game. I moved down to six, too. Ooh, what do you think's going on? You think oh, the Sharks are on the Lions? That's a 2-0-1 that, Lions team, Jack. They won exactly in Philadelphia this past the Sunday. Li- the Lions have been chucking the ball all over the field, and the Chiefs really struggle with the pass. The wow. Lions are the bet. The Lions are the bet. Very interesting information, Pete. Gangster Pete. All right, uh, I guess people are still listening for the weatherman, but he is... He's just not performing. He's up next because he went 2-3-1, and one, whereas producer Joe went 2-4. and four. I mean, the weatherman is hitting on his locks. He's 3-1 and one on the locks, but 10-15-1, and one, and he's experiencing some hatred. Uh, there's no way around it. We knew, well, we didn't know. We figured there would be a regression. How can he do better than 65%? But we weren't expecting this kind of performance. Right now, he's 40% against the number. Gangster Pete, I feel like you have something to say. Minor setback for a major comeback. Nice. You think he's going to surge? I do. I think he's going to surge. I think he's getting close. Uh, Here is what the weatherman has to say. You know, James Carlton of the Carlton State Farm Insurance Agency is my insurance agent. So this is a firsthand endorsement of James Carlton and his staff in Webster Groves. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. I think a lot of people just go, okay, well, I've got a guy. I've got a lady. I'm good. I don't really care to Talk about insurance. It's something, you know, I'm 25, whatever. And that's fine. I understand. I used to think the same way. And then I go down to my basement on March 30th of 2019 and the basement's flooded and the world changes. It just so happens because my interactions with James have been so positive that my wife and I switched to James Carlton uh, in late 2018. And I'm telling you, if we had not, the odyssey that has been a flooded basement throughout all of this precipitation in St. Louis would have been infinitely more difficult to navigate without somebody as active. And on top of it is James Carlton. His phone number is 314-961-4800, or you can go online at carltoninsurance.net. And even now, he still checks in. You know, I mean, it's it's just a different ball game. And even before we had that, which, of course, was a substantial issue, um, you know, we weren't covered on, on something or I've forgotten to make a payment. It wasn't like it was like some monster payment. It was a small payment. He's like, Hey, just so you know, uh, you haven't made this payment. We want to make sure that's taken care of. So you're covered. It's just, it's, it's just different. It's different in a much better way. And that's why, you know, if, if you ran into me at a, at a bar or restaurant and said, Hey, you know, and I have had it happen. Hey, Tim, who's that insurance agent? People email me and I go, it's James Carlton here. Let me include him on the on the email and I know he's going to be on top of it. I don't think twice about it. It's not like I'm like, Oh yeah, let me tell you about him. And then somebody actually wants to follow up. And I'm like, Oh God, I hope he does. Okay. The best, the absolute best. And you're talking about your biggest investments. So you want to make sure they're taken care of properly. James Carlton and his staff at Carlton state farm insurance agency will certainly do that. 314-961-4800 or go online at carltoninsurance.net. If your insurance costs a leg and an arm, call James Carlton state farm.
Good morning, gentlemen. A two, three, and one week is still very subpar. Personally, I did catch Texas minus five and a half instead of the push at minus six. That was the Oklahoma State game, as well as a sweet middle in game Texas minus one and a half, minus one and a half to Oklahoma State plus 14 and a half. For any in game betters, look for those in these Big 12 shootouts as the spreads will vary wildly during the game. However, my losses were bad losses. Missed on the Iowa State game by, oh, 34 points. Missed the TCU-SMU game by 13 points, and Northwestern missed it by 12 points. The take the dog in a Northwestern game trend may be dissolving with two losses this year, similar to take Tom Herman as an underdog, which the market is catching up on. Heck, I believe I even lost on Prod Joe's soccer pick on Sunday. Perhaps the kind listeners could just fade all no. of our picks. What's going on? Now, Producer Joe has something to say. Didn't I hit my soccer game last weekend, or no? No, Manchester United lost. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, perfect. Good, good. Uh, this means I'm an off-putting uh, 10, 15, and 1 so far. He says, perhaps the kind listeners could just fade all of our picks this Sunday and get the inevitable 11 and 7 mark to the window uh, and cash them out. This means I'm an off-putting 10, 15, and 1 so far. To the picks. Nevada, minus 2 against Hawaii. When you lose 77-6, to six, people forget you as Nevada lost to Oregon. How Now Nevada is up against Hawaii this weekend in Reno. With snow flurries possible and temperatures in the 40s, this will be the late game on ESPN2, and Hawaii starts off a bad stretch of the schedule. At Nevada, at Boise State, and home against Air Force. If Hawaii was getting 10 or more, I'd like the Warriors. Not in this case. Reno's at 4,600 feet for altitude. And I see Hawaii fading late. This happened at Purdue back in week one in their loss at Nevada as well. Pick number two. Vanderbilt. What, what line did he have? Uh, Hawaii, Nevada minus two. It's minus two and a half. Oh, wow. It's just snapping the weatherman's year. Vanderbilt minus six and a half versus Northern Illinois. This is Vandy's one chance so far this year to beat up on someone. They've played Georgia, Purdue, and LSU. MAC teams, with the exception of Eastern Michigan and Illinois, have been awful covering against Power 5 teams this year. Vanderbilt, minus six and a half. Minus six. Oh, the weatherman gets us a break. Iowa, Middle Tennessee, under of 53. This shot up from 49.5 to start. It's going to be raining at Kinnick, plus it's an 11 a.m. start. That almost always leads to a first half under. Think 14-3 to and then ride that out. Iowa is also looking ahead to playing at Michigan on October 5th. It'll be a slow start. Iowa, Middle Tennessee, under 53. BYU minus two and a half at Toledo. This dot, dot, dot is juicy. Toledo won at Colorado State but gave up eight points per play to the Rams. Uh, I assume that means eight yards per play to the Rams. BYU opened with its typically nasty independent schedule, Utah at Tennessee, USC, and at Washington. BYU minus two and a half at Toledo. And finally, before we go to our lock, Utah minus five versus Washington State. Utah blistered USC on the ground but was doomed from the start with sloppy penalties. The Utes will keep the ball away from Washington State most of the game, probably 33 to 38 minutes of possession. The Cougars' defense will get tired because of this, even as Utah doesn't have its starting quarterback. Doubt now creeps into Washington State's game after giving up 50 points in the second half of the humiliating loss to UCLA. Utah, minus five. The weatherman's picks have now been submitted. Producer Joe, the floor is yours. Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies. Can't emphasize enough how important it is to have a, a financial advisor, but then it's not just any financial advisor. It's somebody who... 
who knows but cares. You can, plenty of people can know but cares. And Mark Hanna helps everyday people every day get their finances organized. You can call him at 314-889-0503. That's 314-889-0503. Or go online to evergreenstl.com. His name is Mark Hanna. He is with Evergreen Wealth Strategies. And I can tell you from getting to know Mark here over the last year, that this is a first-class person who has your best interests at heart, and just calling him at 314-889-0503 is going to make you feel better and you're on the right track. Mark Hanna, Evergreen Wealth Strategies, 314-889-0503, or go online at evergreenstl.com. All right. Uh, I'm going to start off and take a, uh, a dog in Mississippi State this weekend. Plus 10, I believe, is the number still. Uh, I will uh, I will lay those points against Auburn or get those points against Auburn. You don't believe in Gus Malzahn's War Damn Eagle? Uh, yeah, I, I feel like this is – I think Auburn wins, but this seems to be like one of those games where Auburn, who have been – they've looked good, uh, kind of takes the foot off the gas a little bit because it's an opponent they should handle well and ends up being much closer than it should be. Uh, I'm going to take Penn State minus six at Maryland. Penn State, much better team. And I think it'll be a second-half pull away for them. Maryland, weird. Uh, they blew the doors off of their first two opponents, one of which was Syracuse, and then hasn't looked as good since then. I will lay less than a touchdown with the Nittany Lions. Next up, uh, I've got two games in the Pac-12 that uh, I see scoring points, one game more so than the other. Uh, first, I'm going to go over the 71 of UCLA and Arizona at Arizona. UCLA last week, obviously, uh, coming back. What did they score, 50 points in like 18 minutes or so? That's against crazy. Washington State. That sounds about right. And then uh, I'm going to go over the 41-and-a-half of Arizona State and Cal. Uh, Cal, I believe, the last undefeated team left in the Pac-12, and I don't think they're very good, but I see points in that game. And then finally, I'm going to go with one NFL game, and uh, I sent a picture to Pete and to G-Unit just so they are aware that I had this on my list it's going to be matching up with one of G-Unit's games. I'm going to take the Titans plus four against the Falcons. Uh, I don't think either of the teams is as bad as they've looked the past couple of weeks, but I don't think they're really good, and I just see them beating each other into the head. It's going to be like 21-21, and someone's going to kick a field goal uh, to win the game. And on either side of that, if that's the case, I'm going to cover by taking the points with the Titans. There it is. Producer Joe's picks are in. Ed. Gangster Pete, I felt like you were going to jump in there. Do we have a line change or something? No, it's just odd that Joe went against the Georgia team, so he must oh. really feel it. Uh, I'll take the points. I can see the Falcons kicking a field goal to win it, but uh, it just the Titans are weird to me. They should be better, especially in that division, but they're not. Uh, but I don't think they're as bad. Like that was that week one when they played the Browns and blew them off the field. Then the past two weeks they've just kind of dicked around, and last week it was against uh, Jacksonville in a nothing game. Just just didn't show up to play. Offensive line's not particularly good, but uh, I, I just think they're going to be better than uh, what they've showed. G-Unit, the floor is yours for your lock of the week. Before I get into the lock of the week, Jim, Uh-oh. let me just give a uh, maybe a tip for a future bet that I saw as I was researching these. You like the Panthers over on their win total. That's still in play, and that was eight. They're one and two now. That's not my tip, obviously, although I may hedge if we get you know, get another winner here. Uh, winner two. Uh, but the, the Ravens are, are right now are minus 160 to win the AFC North, and I think that there is a ton of value in that. This Cleveland Browns team is still getting so much hype and, and, and publicity. 
And they're not. That really, is surprising. They're only minus one sixty, considering that division. Yeah, because it's really only the Browns that that could possibly have a chance. You got the Steelers at zero and three, and and Cincinnati at zero and three. So after this weekend, they hung with the Chiefs at Arrowhead. Yeah, yeah, the Ravens are legitimate, and this is kind of the week where you start to see the pretenders fade away. Heavily but, leveraged on Lamar Jackson's health, I suppose. Yeah, he's a stud, though. No question. He's I, healthy. Yeah, I don't know. Who, who's their backup? I don't know. That could be... Well, that's what I'm saying. If, if he were to get hurt, then it drops that would be down devastating. in a monster way. But their de- I think their defense is very good, too, as they always are. But they, the Ravens play... And they get the best kicker. Yeah. yeah. He sings opera. Yeah. Who does sing opera? But they got, uh, they got the Browns this weekend. So that line is going to be minus 250, minus 300 after the Ravens beat the shit out of the Browns this weekend. I saw a similar thing last year. It's going to jump 2x. Well, because then you got a, a 3 and 1 team and you have a 1 and 3 team. Uh, because you know the Steelers, well, assuming there's not a tie, but yes, because the Steelers are playing the Bengals. Well, no, I'm, I'm talking about the, the Ravens. The Ravens play the Browns this right, weekend. Right, I see what you're saying. So but you're, but you're Raven- also getting, but one of those other teams has to win that's currently oh, yeah. so, playing each other. So then you have one 0 oh, and 4 team, one 1 and 3 team, Correct. one 1 and 3 team, and the 3 and 1 team. Uh, which, after they beat the Browns, would have, have only lost to arguably the best team in football in a close game. So, I mean, I think the line's going to hop. Now, if they lose to the Browns, then this looks like a terrible bet. Um, at least, But you're not in the business of being results-oriented. You project in the moment. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. And I tell you, this happened uh, last year, and I did a very similar thing with the Chiefs when they came off. You spotted it early. Yeah, and then after a couple of weeks, they went from I think I got them at minus 140, uh, and then a couple of weeks later they were they were minus 600. To, G Unit to, does monitor this futures market pretty closely. That's your strong suit. Yeah, I got I have the Cardinals to win the World Series. I got them. So at, do I. At plus 4500, which I think. Oh, I got them at plus 3000. I think plus 4500 was the highest they were yeah. all year long. Well, you did when did you, when did you make that bet? Uh, I was. Did you make it during the year? Oh yeah, I, was, I made mine in spring training. Maybe maybe July, maybe early July. What do you throw around on these futures bets, baby? I want to know what kind of stacks you're playing with. Uh, for something like the Cardinals, I think that was a hundred bucks. Yeah, I put a hundred on the, so I'd win three thousand if they won the World Series. You'd yeah, win, you'd win forty five hundred. It's a nice hit. Not, Real nice. Nice little hit. All right, uh, so Joe, there it is. Bet the Ravens minus one sixty. Oh no, that wasn't my pick. That was just talk. No, I know, oh, okay. but I'm just I'm just giving Joe some advice. Uh, Thanks. It, and <laughs> G Unit, what is your lock? What what obscure? This is college football. Is this um, something happened like at the Stratford Inn that you were able to get a line on? You know, this is uh, this is Northwestern plus twenty four and a half at Wisconsin Saturday morning at eleven. <laughs> Joe's moaning in disagreement. And I got to tell you, I love that Joe doesn't like this pick. <laughs> now, why do you why do you say Have that? Have you said the pick yet? Well, I think I just said Northwestern plus twenty four and a half. Uh, this fits into the zigzag theory better than any other pick I've ever seen. It's one of the weatherman's also picks is Northwestern. Oh, booyah, weatherman on board. Northwestern's turned me inside out twice this year. Northwestern is dead to me. Oh, yeah. No. <laughs> the Stanford three-game parlay. Yeah, debacle. they've been a popular pick on this pod. But in this case, and I'm a, I'm a firm be- believer in the zigzag theory. I, I mentioned it last week. Some people refer to it as that. It's when a, a team is is really good one week. They get a, a, a lot of hype, and the public bets the lineup. Um, and then 
The next week they they lay the egg. They don't cover just because the line was was too pumped up. Here it's this it's the exact same situation, but opposite with Northwestern and Wisconsin. Northwestern coming off that em- embarrassing loss to Michigan State, where I think we had guys on Northwestern on the pod. Maybe the weatherman. Yeah. Yeah, the weatherman's um, been heavy on Northwestern this year. And, and he's Bol- on him again this week, even though he says he's done with the Northwestern underdog thing. So I don't know what the weatherman's doing. And how about Wisconsin? How up could you possibly be? You, you couldn't be more up than what they just did to Michigan. Uh, so you have a team that, that is so low and a team so high and a very high line. And coincidentally, in addition to the zigzag theory, um, you know, th- historically, Northwestern's just a great dog, especially a double-digit dog. And I, and I heard this stat. I can't believe it, but it, it, uh, it's just because it's so amazing. It, th- in the last few years, as double-digit dogs, they win outright more often than not, this Northwestern team. Um, so that's pretty impressive of itself. And you get so many points for the for the home team, but this is an 11 a.m. start. And as we know, especially at Mizzou, it's tough to get these kids out of bed and, and boozing before 11 after a hard Friday night. So the stadium... Parking not cars, gonna, not gonna be, yeah, yeah. Not now, gonna. what did you, what was that about there, Pete? Uh, they, they make the young kids park cars in the morning. All right, I just want to make sure you weren't doing what Iggy likes to say about producer Joe, and then you, then you and producer Joe are now sideways. I don't want that to happen. I, w- I would never do that to you. <laughs> well, so Joe, did you think that was a shot, or did you just think he was just saying parking cars? I had I didn't hear what he said to begin with. This is the reason, reason kids would be late to the game at eleven. Is yeah, there parking cars? All those kids, yeah. all those kids at, at Mizzou. Buck Slope that... is going to put up a poll as to whether or not this was a shot at producer Joe. Uh, oh, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, like, no. I guarantee it wasn't a shot at <laughs> no, producer. No, because when we were pledges, we had to park cars before ah, we go to the game. When you were the uh... yeah. so the eleven o'clock start, you'd wake up, you'd have a screwdriver or something, and then and then you'd just be so hungover, you wouldn't even have time to get yeah, drunk enough I for the game. The eleven o'clock games are fucking brutal. Yeah, so so Wisconsin, they went nuts last week, this week early start. I love the Northwest. Hangover thing. for a hangover game is what G-Unit's saying. Uh, this one kind of surprised me when I saw the weatherman pick this, uh, but his lock is Nebraska plus 17 and a half. Did that move to 17 when we did it on TMA? I am looking for it right now. All right. Well, I'll, I'll read his reasoning, and then you can tell me if it's 17 or 17 and a half or maybe 18. Seeing this floating between 17 and 17 and a half after opening at Ohio State minus 15. During the offseason, this was Ohio State minus 7. I have Ohio State up three points in my power. Wow, he has power rankings. In my power rankings, and Nebraska only down two and a half points. This is the Buckeyes' first real road test with a new coach. Also, Nebraska remains wonderfully undervalued. People see their Colorado loss, which I believe was altitude, and the Illinois squeaker. Inside the Illinois game, Nebraska outgained them 673 to 299, but lost all four fumbles. Five fumbles in total by both teams, and Illinois got them all. That's why it was close. In games where Nebraska is better, they're not buttoned up. I think they will be here. Also, I like the under of 67, as I think both teams will be cautious early and run the ball throughout. Nebraska plus 17 and a half, or is it 17? 17. 17. Nebraska plus 17. No moaning from producer Joe, no reaction at all from G-Unit. The people at this point, just kind of the weatherman's just a guy. That's a shame, isn't it? Kind of a wait and see kind of thing. Yeah. I'm taking the weatherman's picks, and I like this pick. And I I still think he's going to write the ship. I mean, you got got to believe in the system. I know. I do believe in the system. I'm glad because last week I was like, ah, because I think last week it was raining or something. And I was like, oh, maybe I'll just do it and totally lie about being out of it and then bet 100 on each one of his games. And I'm glad I didn't because obviously I would have lost, not lost a lot, but he went two, three, and one. 
I think this is a great pick. I mean, it, you're it, it, on the it, You think they're going to be fired up in Lincoln Saturday night, college game day there in the morning? What, oh, I didn't even know that. No. Yeah. I mean, it fits squarely in what we were referring to as the zigzag theory. Nebraska after that Illinois. What That's a, some good information because I look at it. I'm like, yeah, they barely beat Illinois. But, I mean, I obviously didn't follow it closely. I just, you know, I didn't realize the fumble situation, which a lot of people use as the reason to explain away Missouri's uh, Wyoming debacle. All right, Producer Joe, what do you have? Going across the pond. Uh, yeah, we're going across the pond we, Sunday morning. Where? Yeah. Where in Manchester? <laughs> It is not. It's Sunday morning. Sunday morning, we are uh, we are going to Newcastle, and uh, we are going to, we are going to play the over of Leicester City and Newcastle, uh, two and a half minus one twenty. Uh, six games into the year, throughout the course of the season so far, averaging uh, goal, two two goals per game roughly when these two teams play. Uh, so we'll take both of those and increase by a goal. We get ourselves a three. Then you can take your winnings from that and play Manchester United and Arsenal on Monday, a Monday afternoon game. Uh, oh, you're getting a bonus Arsenal. pick here. Wow, yeah, nice. so take your winnings from Sunday morning, roll it into Manchester United Arsenal <laughs> over on, on Monday, and uh, you're going to have a nice little weekend. Well, there you go. a little bonus pick for you, G-Unit, so you can roll those winnings on the uh, Newcastle over into the Arsenal on Monday afternoon. We're going to get paid. Yeah. I haven't taken a uh, proud uh, proud Joe soccer pick. He's definitely this above year. 500 on these overall. Last year, I, I no took a ton of them, and I, yeah, I, I definitely won money on them. Um, but, yeah, maybe I'll go, get after him this, this weekend, Joe. You think these there are good go. picks? I, that's, that's, I mean, of, of all the games that are on there, that's why I made it my lock, because it was my favorite one. Uh, that is that is the one that I will I will spend the most dollars on or wager the most dollars on this weekend. All right, there it is. Producer Joe's lock is in. It's a soccer game. G Units lock is uh, in. And who did you go with on your locks? I know you gave us the Ravens breakdown. Northwestern. Northwestern. That's right. And that's a game the weatherman signed off on, but was not one of his picks. Uh, and then uh, the weatherman going with Nebraska, and he is three and one on his locks, but ten, fifteen, and one overall for the weatherman. All right, that's going to do it for Pick 6. It's a program that focuses on the producers, the Ryan Kelly morning after at the start, and then weaves its way into picking football games, and and really nobody's doing anything special. Maybe somebody will get it going here. Maybe somebody will get it going here this weekend. Uh, For Producer Joe on the Mark Hanna of Evergreen Wealth Strategies phone lines, for G-Unit, and for Gangster Pete putting the whole magic together, I'm Tim McKernan. This has been another edition of Pick 6 Podcast from the HomeLoanExpert.com studio. Call of Duty Modern Warfare is here, and so is Mountain Dew. Roger that. Now you can unlock in-game rewards like only Dew can. Wait, what rewards? A Dew Operator Skin. Man, I love Operator Skins. Dual double XP, and even Call of Duty points. You're kidding me. Double XP and Call of Duty points? This is incredible. I can't believe it. Soldier, get a hold of yourself. Oh, roger that. Look for specially marked packaging and visit mtndugaming.com for details and restrictions. Open to U.S. residents 17 plus. Call of Duty points available on 12 and 24 packs and free 20 and 23.